Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Heart is a Muscle podcast. I almost flubbed that one. Oh, oh good job for not flubbing it. <laughs> um, we've got a really good one that is fresh off uh, our plates here. So what are we talking about today, it's Jordan? It's so good, you guys. It's about stagnation and relationships and how sometimes in relationships you get so comfortable and even when you outgrow certain habits, you kind of keep each other in the same habits and you prevent each other from growing and you just start to feel dead inside and kind of numb. And all that. And all that. Coming up next. talking about how to blow it up. Blow it up. All right. Enjoy, everybody. And we are back. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Back from a little hiatus, another little road trip. <clears throat> to visit the wonders of Eastern Oregon. <laughs> yeah. It was great to get away, but there's not a whole lot else else to see in Eastern Oregon. It's its own little it was, environment. I mean, there was cool things, but overall underwhelming. Yeah, a lot of driving for not a whole lot of seeing, but it was a fun little trip. But now I've seen it. Now we've seen it. Uh, the Albert Desert is really cool for anyone who wants to. Dude, yeah, go check out the plot. Go check out that. That's really cool. So, Jordan. So Bonita Jordan. Joseph. Well, okay, speaking of that road trip, we had a huge, like, new chapter start. We did. This uh, road trip, I'm not sure if it was the intention of the road trip or if it's just the it's changing sh- of the seasons, the shifting of the winds. It was the, the universe's intention for the, the road trip. The universe's intention, so yeah. September 1st came and it was like, oh, bam, yeah. Yeah. we're blowing shit up. Yeah, September um yeah and so what did that new chapter what did it begin with stagnation stagnation dun 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 that's what we're gonna be talking about today it's one of my parts biggest fears yeah so um tell us about stagnation jordan what does it mean to you and your parts (laughs) me and my parts oh man okay so i don't know you know like in relationships where you, you're with each other for, for a long time, or long enough, and you, you're really comfortable with each other, like so comfortable, and you get in this routine, I think especially with COVID stuff, like you get in this routine, and the routine kind of like becomes so comfortable, and you stay in it even when it's not necessarily serving you anymore. It's like yeah, that, comfortable doesn't necessarily mean good. <laughs> right, like there's there's great things about being comfortable, like I'm not saying that, like never be comfortable, but... There gets to be a point where the routine or the chapter you're in, like, you've outgrown it. Mm-hmm. But when two people are in this comfort zone together, it kind of becomes, a, like, you keep each other in it. Because it's scary to change. It's scary to, like, um, become new, have different conversations. It's easier to just go back to doing the things that you've always done. And so I think that stagnation is when the relationship makes it harder to grow Mm -hmm. instead of like propels you forward in your growth. Mm -hmm. The relationship is like, it makes it easy for you to hide from yourself. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Stagnation is kind of one of those points when, um, what was I going to say, you seem like you're really balanced, but you're like, your whole thing has shifted so far in one direction that you're out of balance, but you just don't even realize it because you're yeah. both, you're both just kind of leaning this direction. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I we mean, were in that. Well, I think we were getting into that and the universe and a lot of your parts were just like, nah, uh. That's true. My parts don't have that much tolerance for it. Yeah. Why not? Because what else is there to do here other than grow? Right. Like, that's what I'm here to do. Um, I think maybe it's the Aries in me or something, but I enjoy being on a mission. Like, I enjoy feeling alive while I'm living. And if I go too long not feeling that way, I get antsy. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because I moved around a lot as a kid, too. So I'm just like, 
I kind of thrive off of big changes and stuff. Like, that makes me come alive. And I'm like, oh, fuck yes, this is what I've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, oh, it's sad to leave. I love that mixture of, like, sad to leave something precious behind, but also so excited for the future. Yeah. And afraid for the future, but also excited. Yeah. The melancholy feeling of change. The melancholy feeling of change. Melancholy excitement of change. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think I ever really thought about stagnation in a, in a relationship type of thing. I mean, honestly, before, like, a lot of um, the growth and stuff that we've done together, I never really even thought about evolution or, like, that you should be evolving or that that's a good thing. It was always just kind of what I've seen in other relationships and what I've, you know especially older generations of just like, well, you get to a certain point and you put it in cruise control and that's life. Yeah, man. That, that is totally the norm, huh? Yeah, but life is change. The only, only certainty about life is that it'll change. Yep. <laughs> and stagnation is... Um, I feel like you, not a lot of people even recognize, realize, or are willing to face that of like, uh, you know, I'm really tired of what we've been doing for the past few years, but like, eh, I don't really feel like changing either. Yeah. This like weird limbo of like, like you said, kind of comfort and then this urge to like break new and refresh and like breathe the air of change. But man... I don't know. It seems like the comfort part is just so seductive and you get so sunk into that. Man. Yeah. Well, and I don't I don't think that's bad to be comfortable. Like God bless comfort. I hope I'm I hope the rest of my life is comfortable. Mm-hmm. But I don't want like I get to a point where I outgrow a certain kind of comfort mm-hmm. and actually I just use these old habitual like coping mechanisms to stop me from having the next conversation that my soul is longing to have. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I mean, just like in general, how we only, we're never really stuck. We just stuck ourselves when we don't want to face something. Like it's a clever way to protect us from facing something. So it's like comfort isn't the bad thing. The bad thing is that, you stuck yourself in that comfort, so... Yeah, you, you lean don't... on the comfort mm-hmm. to... What is it? It's... Because, yeah, I agree, like... I don't want to live an uncomfortable life of, like... Oh, well, it's been, you know, a month, and... I don't know, it's getting a little too familiar, so better shake things up. Right. Because... I don't know, that's also just a hectic existence. And like it's a roller coaster. It's a roller coaster, and nobody wants to, you know, be with that unwillingly. Because I know that can be a source of um, conflict in some relationships too, where it's like if one person is like just living a normal life, and the other person is always like bouncing from place to place, and you know, always changing jobs, or like, you know, what I'm going to do now? I'm going to start like an ice cream stand, and like two weeks later, it's like, you know, what I'm going to do now? I'm going to build cabinets, and it's like. Um, that is, yeah, just instability. (laughs) Yeah, that's when it's, that, I mean, that's when you're using the next new thing to prevent you from having the conversation your soul must have. Like, that's the other way that we protect ourselves from actually evolving. Yeah, anti-stagnation of perpetual... Perpetual motion. Yeah, Yeah, if we stay a moving target, then we'll never, (laughs) like, have to face anything. Yeah. And... I don't know, this is something that I, um, I hear, again, mostly from kind of older generations, too, um, this negativity towards, like, well, you know, X, Y, and Z is, you know, they're moving to this new place now, you know, they can't ever make up their mind what they're doing with their life, they stay in a place for a year or two, and then it's moving on, you know, what kind of life is that, and it's like, well, if they find joy in that and that's what keeps them alive and 
they can sustain it and be comfortable or at least like provide for themselves who cares like mm-hmm. honestly that's a weird thing to judge yeah <laughs> honestly i judge people for staying in one place for a very long time i'm like yeah. how boring so Ooh, boring. look at our little smoke lotus right now it's, oh, it's so vibrant it's so vibrant for all of you who can't see we've a or we've acquired this little smoke lotus where you put a little incense thing in the top and then it like bellows smoke out and it's like water yeah it's been kind of temperamental kind of shitty but right now we figured it out (laughs) side note anyway um anyways back to the task at hand so stagnation do you think it's working now that we've shaken up our stagnation energy here sure (laughs) I'm gonna go with that you're gonna yeah it's (laughs) it's capitulating because uh we're changing up yeah it's really working it's now. really working you know, now we had, to, we had to break it in you know it's like a it's like a new uh new lexus you gotta break it in a little bit sure yeah that's exactly <laughs> like a new lexus <laughs> i'm not sure there's probably a better car that you need to break in a little bit um but it's like a new pair of boots you know we had to we had um, to wear it and kind of put some stains on it yeah anyways sorry if that was you're thinking, why am I listening to this? <laughs> <laughs> just talking about our Lotus plan. Yeah. So, stagnation. Uh, Jordan, can you yeah. grace our listeners with your excellent advice on how to recognize stagnation? Oh, shit. Yeah. Man, well, do you feel dead? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, am I dead? <laughs> <laughs> like... I don't, I don't think we recognize it in relationships because we don't recognize it in ourselves. Mm. Start there then. That sounds compelling. Because we... Me too. Like, it's the part of us that is reluctant to even be here. The part of us that is like, I have to keep evolving or there's another layer of this conversation that I have to face or... Um, like when we get to this point where we're not so, our trauma isn't just like in our face and we just coast for a while and that's great. Like cycles of coasting, absolutely. But there comes this time where you're outgrowing it. Like parts of you are like, okay, we're ready for change. We're ready to feel alive again. Mm -hmm. We're, um, we're ready to go deeper within ourselves, connect deeper with other people. Like, I have parts of me that are like, this This isn't all there is. Mm-hmm. Like, there's another layer here. But then I have other parts that are like, no, no, no. Like, okay, maybe, but not not yet. Like, we're going to smoke a, smoke a bowl now and watch a movie and, you know, do what we always do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess, like, how to recognize stagnation in yourself is when you start to feel dead and numb and, like... I don't know. Not a lot of stuff's happening. Continue. Like, what... Describe what happened in you. Now, since you're such a special person, this may be a little bit more than the average person, but I think it's a great place to start because I I think I was feeling this way as well, but not to the point where it was time to, like, shake it up. Really? Yeah. So Yeah, I know. I and I kind of felt that, but parts of me were just like, well, fucking bombs away. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I I like start bringing up these conversations and then um I don't know, afterwards I'm like, oh shit, I just kind of dropped some bombs on us, but Yeah, so I don't like I don't know, for me I just can't help it. Okay. So for the average bear out there, when, yeah, when you perhaps, you get this weird feeling of just like, ugh, I guess I gotta get up and do the same thing I've done before. Just this kind of, ugh, yeah. this sludge feeling of like, well, I gotta go do this thing again, or I gotta like, do this routine. Because routines, I think, are super important, and they're very productive, and very, I don't know, useful. Sure. But, I agree. when a routine, you know becomes well there's no life in it yeah when it's just this like when when routine becomes just mindless repetition and you're not happy yeah that's 
You're that's, not happy for a long period of time. That's stagnation. I think that, yeah, that's the point I think I'm looking for. Because, you know, being comfortable is doesn't necessarily mean that you're happy. Like That's right, yes. And, yeah, when you're comfortable but not happy. Yeah. That's a, like, that's a sign. I think for me, when what was happening was this continuing repetition that kind of you know had a little bit of vibration here and there but in the end was just kind of the same beats yeah day in day out and you just kind of get this grumpy grumpy part of you that's just like ugh like when is something new going to happen or like do i get you know i it's it's kind of hard to really pinpoint and I'm really trying to flush this out. Yeah, I appreciate it. Because for me, for me, I think the thing that was making me so unhappy was that I had these like yearnings for like things to happen. And they, it seemed like they just couldn't because this like boring routine repetition was kind of just filling up everything we had. Yeah. You know, when your day is filled up with a bunch of nonsense, or like not really nonsense, but like just tasks that you do, and by the time you know it's time to go to bed, you're like, "What did I do all day?" I think that's the first sign where you should be like, "Well, did I, am I even like happy with what I'm doing, or like, are we even happy with what we're doing?" Because mm-hmm. I think you hit it on a point. Like, yeah, you kind of have to recognize stagnation in yourself, and then bring it to the table for the relationship be like are you feeling the same way and if you are what do we do Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. yeah your method is to uh carpet bomb our (laughs) (laughs) our situation not really i'm just kidding but but no like it is kind of a a destructive like impulse you have to throw into the routine to, to shake it up to say like no we we should do something different yeah, and it's uncomfortable. Like, yeah. that's why we don't want to shake it up because it's uncomfortable and it's scary. Yeah. After I, even for me, after I had that conversation with us that night, we were looking at the stars and I was just crying because I was so scared of I know, our I was next chapter. I stars being like, ugh, this is supposed to be like beautiful, but I'm just grumpy now. Oh, shit. <laughs> Um, I was so I took one look at the stars and I was so tender after our conversation that I just like broke wide open and terror like my nervous system was I like know. oh man are we going there yeah. we're changing I felt Fuck. that energy and I was we're like, changing well, can't go back now <laughs> I know yeah. yeah if you're upset with what you put in motion <laughs> too late yeah and I mean that's a that's okay like I think it's good. It's good for me to be with my parts and not fear, but -hmm. that doesn't mean we're going back. Like, we can't go back. Yeah, I think that's... This is just a brainwave that's kind of downloaded, too. Like, once you realize that stagnation is there and that, like, you don't want to be stagnant anymore, can't look back. Dude, yeah. And I think that's why we protect ourselves from even realizing it. Yeah, because it's it's kind of a point of no return. You can't unsee what you're seeing. Yeah. Um... And on that note, too, like, we're not saying, you know, when you get these feelings, it's time to, like, pick up and move everything and just throw your life into the shredder and start anew, either. Mm -mm. No, it's actually time to go closer into yourself. Yeah. It's time to, uh, I don't know, like, change the conversation your parts are having in certain areas, like... Mm -hmm. The next courageous step is the one that you really don't want to take. It's the next vulnerable conversation you really don't want to have. Yeah. There was an analogy that kind of popped in my brain. Where are we at here? Probably like five minutes ago. And I was like, I think this is a good way of explaining it. Um, If there's any road bike enthusiasts out there, you'll understand this. Because when I did a lot of long distance road bike training, you talk to people outside of that uh, hobby and they'd be like oh don't you really enjoy just like going on the flats for like really really long isn't that just nice you can just kind of coast you're like no that is the worst it's nice for a little while because you get to take a break but then it's just drudgery it is the worst the best 
road bike experience is like rolling hills where you have this like oscillation of it's tough but like we're going towards something and then we get to like kind of coast for a little bit and then it's tough and you know we get to do it and then you kind of coast for a little while mm-hmm. and then all oh, you got to climb this big hill and then you get this big excitement of going down like mm-hmm. the oscillation and, and cyclical nature of that was what made it interesting that is a fabulous analogy and if life is nothing else it is a accumulation of cycles yeah so stagnation is protecting yourself from the next cycle yeah it's rejecting the the cycle right and now what well well how did we even start how did i even start this conversation i'm not sure how it even popped up let me recap for all of us we were driving through the middle of nowhere yeah where were we going oh we were going from steens mountain to painted hills indeed so you know three or four hour car ride and it just kind of came up and it was hard to talk about at first because for me and i think this can relate to a lot of men perhaps women too but i know for me when i get this call to change all the time it's this dreary feeling within me where my parts are just like, oh, when are we going to be able to be enough? Like, why do we always have to be changing and being better and da 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 da? It was this big heavy weight of like, oh, we have to like go through this again. I don't want to go through this again. I finally like gotten somewhere that seems halfway decent. And then other parts are like, yeah, but halfway decent is not what we want. We want more. And, like, it took a little while for that message to kind of settle. Yeah, it did. Um, Because, yeah, you have to challenge yourself. Like, what are you doing right now? And if you get this feeling of, like, it's not going anywhere and it's time for change, like, then you're not doing what you're meant to do Hmm. in this moment. Mm -hmm. So... It definitely took, the thing that I, I really think was beneficial from this experience was that like, we kind of both absorbed the energy of like, okay, there's a big oscillation ahead of us that's going to shake it up. We kind of went our, our same, our different path through it. Like I was grumpy and downtrodden and didn't want to like talk. You were, like, super excited about it and then, like, got really emotional. <laughs> <laughs> really scared. Yeah, yeah, I was, like, the other half of my parts fi- it finally, like, synced in what was happening. And they're yeah. like, what the fuck? And then eventually, eventually, I think when the, the need really becomes resonant with your soul of, like, yeah... I may not want to do this, but gotta. And like the consensus with your parts is, we gotta. Then eventually you kind of find a calmness that then can be disrupted by like, okay, now what do we do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. And I mean, I mean, also I want to throw this out there too. In our defense... We were protecting ourselves from facing some pretty big shit. Like, yeah, what you're facing is changing a lifetime pattern of work trauma. Yeah. Of starting really young for you. And yeah. that's scary. Like, it's, it's us protecting ourselves from trauma. And, like, I'm protecting myself from... All my trauma that I have to face when I put myself out there for the next phase yeah. of my business. It's like, it's not, we're, we're, we're not like stupid and trying to stagnate ourselves and not look at this. And we're not being dramatic for being so afraid of it and being grumpy and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Because it's big things that so many parts of us would rather not face. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. scary. 
Um, but I don't know, like, how are you... Well, well, yeah, this will be a good question. How are you feeling on the other side of that now that it's been well, a couple days? Yeah, so the word that's been our, on our lips are the wind, winds of change. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a good, good call because uh, I think that's kind of a charming way of putting it. And, like, the winds of change are kind of the same thing with the turning of the season. I mean... Summer is rapidly passing us by, if not already on its way out. R.I.P. Yeah, rip summer. Fall is anew, and I don't know, I'm not the biggest fan of fall. (laughs) I know. I'm Um, a really big fan of fall, though. Yeah, so it's definitely one of these where I feel like we've both together taken the rudder of our ship and are like, let's start to move in a new direction. Mm-hmm. and ships move rather slowly mm-hmm. so yeah this is not going to be a hard right or left turn Mm-mm. this is going to be a, a gradual thing and you know getting to a little bit of uh, the power of positive thinking type of thing now that we've kind of embraced this it seems like opportunities are kind of coming into our vortex here and there that's right <laughs> um don't worry, podcast fans. We're still going to keep doing this podcast. Yeah. We're yeah. still going to send it. Still going to full send it. Don't that. be silly. Because uh, we really enjoy this, and hopefully you do too. But I feel like there, I mean, man, even even last night, I was hella grown up. I was You're raging feeling, on the inside. Yeah. Um, just, it was powerful. Yeah. And just being with that, you know, I was able to make some headway in a very constructive way on something I've been trying to work on. Mm-hmm. So it's just something for you guys, by the way, just teasing that out. It's going to be fucking awesome. Don't give it away. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's the process that you, you really have to be okay with, you know, being with the not so good or great or acceptable parts of yourself mm-hmm. and holding a lot of space for yourself, excuse me, and then holding space for each other because, man, you know, stagnation could be a, a turning point for a relationship where people are like, you know what? I don't this really isn't like working that anymore. Much, yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. And. You know, if that's if that's what the true calling is between you, like that's a good thing. Yeah, it's sad and it's gonna suck and like changing changing the conversation you're having with life is scary and sad and there's grief and there's nostalgia and excitement and fear, there's all the feels. Mm-hmm. But on the other side of it, always whether you choose to change or not, on the other side of it there's life. Mm-hmm. If, yeah. if you're really with yourself, if you really change the conversation that you're having. Right. There's a quote I'm trying to um, pull out of my memory that's like, change is nothing but, it's like change is nothing but the opening of a new chapter or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah. It, it's kind of one of those things. People fear change, but it's just like, don't fear the reaper. Mm-mm. Because... He will come one day, and don't fear change because it. We live in a existence that is always changing. The mm-hmm. Seasons change, the mm-hmm. days come and go. It's kind of the nature of being human. Yeah. You grow older. Yeah. Talk about change. Talk about change. Long, long-term change. I found my first gray hair the other day, you guys. <laughs> it was a wily one. Yeah. Um, but not to like leave this on a, oh, hey, yeah, when you get stagnant, it's time to break up. Definitely not. No, actually, in our case, in my case, it was time to move t- further toward intimacy. Yeah. Which is where I, so many parts of me do not want to go. Yeah. Cause, so it was actually a call to like get closer mm-hmm. for, for us. Yeah, and I think that's the opportunity that most people probably need. Yeah. Is, you know, when you, especially when I think the energy between two people is like 
going in the same direction and you look each other in the eyes and are just like, yeah, I'm ready to move on to something new. Man, there's nothing better to bring you together. Yeah. To co-create. It's so true. Yeah. Co-creating change is powerful. It's powerful, strong. And I think that's why we've kept our relationship alive so much. Cause there's all we've we've been flipping through so many new chapters together, like from the very beginning, we were. It, I mean, it was just like change after change after change. Mm-hmm. A lot of it beca- was because I was my own roller coaster, but like it also invited us into this depth of honesty. Yeah. Yeah, that I feel like we are starting to plumb again. Mm, indeed. Indeed. It's time to plumb. It's time to plumb. <laughs> I love plumbing with you. Pl- <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man, I had one good thing that I want to make sure that I said on this episode, but I forgot it. It's okay. It'll come back around. Yeah. Um, so yeah, advice for people feeling the bitter sting of stagnation get to know within yourself what needs to change yeah what area of your life do you feel most dead in yeah whether it's work whether it's your relationship whether it's your relationship with yourself whether Mm -hmm. it's your relationship with your partner whether it's your relationship with your community Whatever it is. What feelings are you trying to think your way out of? And perform your way out of? Oh, man. We keep ourselves stagnant because we try so hard not to feel our feelings. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think uh, if you've listened to a few of these podcasts, you know that feeling your feelings is a thing we highly regard and you should do often. And I think that is a real catalyst to see like it what changes is needed is it you know i've i'm so tired of just like feeling like garbage all the time well then it may be time to look at like what you're eating and what you're doing with your body i mean we we kind of are going through that same dude thing too. yeah we like, super oh, are man. <laughs> Tired of being bloated all the time. Indulging summer. (laughs) (laughs) I know we really did. Um, Is it you know? This is a common one. You know, is my work environment just making me miserable? Can I not stand this person or that person that I have to work with? And I think one of the for me, this is a real point where I'm just like, yeah, change is needed. When you feel very uh, grounded in that like I've tried my best to like make something good out of this and if you if you feel like you're at that point where you're just like look I have really tried to make something work and it's not that I think is also a real call for change yes because man there's this this real self-negativity that I think is propagated through our culture that like you can always do more you can always do better uh, you can always keep trying that's it's just capitalism like, for you I'm like you sure can um, and you can grind yourself at the mill all day long but what's the point then yeah like if you're facing a problem and you're just like oh, I can't handle it uh, no give it another try Try and make something work. But, like, if you've been in a situation for, like, months. Years. And like, years. And you're like, I've tried X, Y, and Z. I've read all these books. I've da-da-da-da-da. I've tried giving my boss a book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, if you feel like you've tried, then you have. And if you want to keep trying, keep trying. But also, if you feel like you've tried hard enough, then... Yeah. Look, look at how you can change the situation. Yes, then it's time to go inside yourself and and figure out a new conversation to have. And that new conversation is probably going to be really scary because it's going to require you to show up, come out to the world as yourself in a new Dude. way. Yeah. 
in a yeah. more, much more vulnerable way. But I think this is the this is the gift that facing stagnation gets because I think this is the first time that I've really like been in a relationship where we've been like, hey, like time for change. But there have been points in my life where I have made big changes rather suddenly or one way or the other because it's just like, nah, I can't keep doing this. And I know that on the other side of that hill, man, there is just this giddy hope of like, what is next that is just so sweet. It's so sweet. So sweet. So tender. Everyone can relate to this when you quit your job and you walk out with all your shit and you're just like, thank God I never have to come back here. Yep. (laughs) Dude. Yep. Um, And I mean, even in like a relationship, if a relationship has just gone stale and just will not go anywhere, Mm -hmm. the moment when you're just like, I don't have to keep doing this or I don't have to like Mm -hmm. have this person be a part of my life anymore. Mm -hmm. Man. That's a very rare and treasure experience that should be treasured. Yes. Which kind of brings me to what I was going to say. I remember it now. Hooray. I also think I'm on the lookout for stagnation. I'm always on the lookout for the next conversation I need to have with life, like the next way to evolve. Because I think I have this idea that... The universe is going to make me have that conversation one way or another. And like the more I resist it, the harder it's going to hit me. Like I feel like that's kind of what happened with my divorce was I like I, I would have spent so much more time and energy trying to make the most out of that. Dude. Yeah. And it was time for one second and say, yeah, bad marriages are one of those things that people are always like, oh, you should just keep trying, keep trying, make it work. I'm like, thank God I didn't keep trying. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it was just... But you did try. I did try for... I did. Like, I gave it my best. I gave it my absolute best, but it it was just clear that it was like, it's time for a new conversation. And my parts, so many of my parts did not want to have a new conversation with life because fuck, that's scary that's like facing our heartbreak that's there is so there was so much scary about getting a divorce Mm -hmm. um it it even still is like i feel like i'm this new chapter is like the new chapter after my divorce yeah you've gone through you've gone through a few chapters since my divorce, Since but divorce, I feel like yeah. those are baby chapters, and this is like a new <laughs> book I'm starting or oh, something. Man. Well, because okay, okay, there's a couple of things about that. Okay, but I okay. I do I do want to circle back really quick to the um like I'm on the lookout for this because I want to stay connected with you, and I feel like if we stop changing, we stop connecting. Mm-hmm. Like, if we aren't brave enough to, when it's time to change our conversation, when it's time to evolve, when, we out, when we've outgrown our old chapter, if we're not brave enough to step into a new chapter together, we can't connect anymore. Like, we can only connect so far and for so much longer. And that makes me sad. Yeah. So I feel like that's also why I'm like, okay, we've been like, it's time for change. Like it's time. I can feel it that we're out. Like I'm aware of where we're at with that kind of stuff. Like I'm always really aware with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it's been like most of this year, several months, most of last year, we've been kind of in the same place, like making little changes here and there probably preparing for this big change. But yeah, it just kind of felt like on this trip, I was like, it's time, I guess. We've had fits and starts of making change happen, but yeah. it's, it's kind of, we've kind of pushed the envelope and then the envelope's been like, nah. Yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm really curious for the, to hear more about the, the fear of, 
you know, not evolving further. Because that is one thing I don't really share. Like, I'm not, if you know, I'm not afraid of you, like, not evolving. Because I think, for me, in knowing you and knowing who you are, like, even if you didn't change, there would always be something, like, alive in you. Yeah. I don't think it's one of those things of, you know, hey, Jordan, like, you haven't done anything with yourself in, like, three months. I'm getting worried. You need to, like, do something with yourself, whatever yeah. that is. So are you asking if my parts think that way about you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, no, it's not really like that. It's not really about like keeping tabs on you or whatever. It's more about on our connection together. Mm -hmm. Like, are we still, is there still an aliveness between us? Mm -hmm. Like, that's more what I think about. Like, it's not, it's not really about like what you're doing and what you're not doing what I'm doing or what I'm not doing it's more of like checking the the pulse of this I don't know third entity that we've created together that's our relationship right. and like are do we both still feel alive in it is our relationship still alive right. mm-hmm. and it kind of gets to a point in stagnation when us as individuals stagnate I think the relationship stagnates too so here's a question that has popped in my brain because I know one of the things that this new chapter or one of the hopes I think for you in this new chapter is that I will be more on the lookout for things that connect us or evolve us because a lot of what has evolved us has been a lot of things from you you know yeah and I think that's, there's parts of me that are like, well, okay, I can do that. And then there are other parts of me that are like, yeah, but what does that even mean? Like, do I need to take up like, you know, uh, field hockey and like involve you with it or something like that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I mean, I don't, I'm kind of being silly with that, but there is... Um, still a question of like what if you know I don't find something or what if I find something that I'm like man this is like a huge change for me this is like such a great thing like I want you to come with me and you're like no I don't want to do that Um, because I think that's kind of a a thing that men struggle with sometimes when they're like well, you know, my girl wants to do more stuff together, and I do too, but, like, we don't really have, like, any common things. Like, she doesn't like watching football, or she doesn't like going fishing, or whatever. So, what advice do you have? Yeah. Oh, my God. Such a good question, baby. Yeah. And this is more for the folks, too. I have ideas. (laughs) But I would love to hear your advice as well. My, like, what... Like, um, this is kind of in reference of, like, I want to co-lead with you, or, like, I want you to be also lead us into more intimacy and stuff. Is that, like... All of that. When I said that? Yeah. I And I, I... What's coming to me right now is... I want you to lead yourself into more aliveness. Into your... Like, I want you to take leadership within yourself of like changing the conversations that you need to change in order to feel more alive Mm -hmm. because there's nothing sexier to me than like you um facing your fear and and bringing yourself alive even more Mm -hmm. because then i'm like that that inspires me to bring myself alive even more and it's just like the snowball it's like oh my god you become this other person like you're not just this cookie cutter Joseph that I knew, like, shit, like, mm, you're, you're like changing or you're feeling more, like there's more substance to you that I can be present with and intimate with and connect with. 
Um, so it's less about like finding something on the outside and trying to make that fit and more about like following your own curiosity, following your own passion, um, being more you, mm-hmm. being more honestly you, even if it's a conversation that makes me uncomfortable. Like, even if it's, but just like you showing up as you in your power, like that calls me to do the same thing. Right. So my next question would be like, and we kind of talked about something like this um, a little bit, but like, what if, yeah, I take that advice and I'm like, man, I'm going to like find what really keeps me alive and it's uh, something that takes me to like another state or another country or something like that, but you don't want to go. Yeah. Yeah. What then? Well, that's that's the vulnerable <laughs> question. Yeah. Like, are you going to stagnate yourself to stay with me? Well, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know the answer to that either. Right. But that's a risk we have to face together because I've also said, I'll follow you wherever you want to go. I can work from anywhere. I would love to go somewhere else. Yeah. Just for the sake of it. I love Portland, but. Yeah. I mean, the little side story behind this was we were, we visited uh, another town in Oregon, Bend, if you've ever been there, the Jolly Town. And it's just, I don't know, going somewhere new. This is something that happens to me every time I go somewhere new that I'm like, Wow, what a great place. I'm always like, man, I should move here. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? It was no different for Ben than it was for Costa Rica or where, Austria, Austria, wherever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I asked you, I was like, well, you know, what if I started a business here in Bend and like just said goodbye to Portland? Would you come? What would you say? I was like, hell yeah. Hell Ride yeah, or die. Man. Ride or die. <laughs> but, I mean... What I'm kind of getting at is like, and I think you already said it, that's a question that is a really frightening one. It's so scary. So like, what do you do? I might not be the best person to ask, but... What? (laughs) I... I'm the only person I have here. I want to ask the coffee maker. (laughs) I don't know. The coffee maker probably has some wisdom. The coffee maker's... Hamilton. Live some life. Hamilton Bay. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to come with me to bed whether you like it or not. <laughs> but seriously. I I think this is also why I'm afraid of like the relationship stagnating or something too. Is because like I'm committed to choosing what makes me feel alive. Mm-hmm. Life is too short not to. Even if that's like heartbreak to follow something. Yeah. And I want a partner who's committed to that too. Like I want you to be committed yeah. to that too. Because the more you you choose what makes you come alive, like the more alive you are, the more like dynamic it is, that's the more like the less codependent we are. Yeah. Yeah. And the more intimate we can be with one another because we're not adjusting ourselves and what's true for us to stay comfortable with one another. Yeah. I mean, I think a scenario that comes to mind for this one that I'm just going to play out for the sake of hearing your thoughts on would be, man, how about, you know, in a year's time, both like my business aspirations are going real great. I'm making some headway, da, 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 da. And you're like, I gotta move to Sedona. Sedona, <laughs> Sedona is my next move. It's my refuge. <laughs> and you're like, I'm moving to Sedona. And I would, I would really have to be like, shit. Do I pull up roots, and like change my momentum in a direction that like doesn't? I don't know if it's gonna serve me or not. That would be a tough question. Yes, it would. And. It would, it would have a few outcomes, I think, if the answer was no, it doesn't serve me. 
then it would be a question of, okay, well then, what form does this relationship take? Mm -hmm. Does it take the form of we go our separate ways in pleasant parting, sad but pleasant parting? Do we try to continue in a long-distance relationship, which I think is a recipe for failure? <laughs> My own bias, but... Or would I say, you know what? This momentum has nothing to do with where we are here in Portland. Fuck it. If Sedona is what is, is calling, then Sedona is where we go. Mm -hmm. There's probably some other scenarios in there. But that would be... I don't know, I think that, that like, prescience of like, oh man, like there's so much uncertainty that comes with this like, need to change all the time, that scares the shit out of, I don't know, it doesn't really scare the shit out of me, but it scares the shit out of a lot of people. No, I mean, it scares the shit out of me. Yeah. But that, the, the more certainty we try to cling to, the less we feel alive. Like it's that yeah, uncertainty that makes me feel alive, that makes me feel connected with you like intimacy in general is completely uncertain mm -hmm. so yeah and, but also I think the thing that I want to add to that is you wouldn't have to be making those decisions alone because I mean also I would have parts of me that are like fuck do we need to go to Sedona can we <laughs> wait can we wait a year or so or can we like is there a is there a different plan? Is there like a compromise that we can make mm -hmm. that all that like a creative compromise where we're both fully satisfied? Like there's a lot that can happen on both sides there. Yeah. I think what's come to me as we've kind of role played this a little bit is yeah, the, the need for certainty I think is a, Man, one of those things we all strive for just futilely. But we create our own certainty by being vulnerable and open and transparent. Yeah. So that, yeah, if we came to those crossroads, like, I don't think it would be one of these of, like, Sedona, what the fuck? It would be a, all right, we've reached this point now. Like, we've seen this kind of coming in one of our, one of our lanes of possibility. Mm-hmm. Now let's make that decision together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. That's, that's kind of, for all of you that are listening that are just like, oh, they're fucked now. <laughs> like you said, and have said, vulnerable. Vulnerable conversations. Keep that. I mean, that's part of what, like, keeps stagnation at bay also. It's just, like, Honesty, always being open yes. and honest. Yes, absolutely. And, like, you know, we're not just a one-trick pony about open openness and vulnerability, but... Man, it is the insurance policy that pays dividends. Yeah. It it is you facing your biggest fears, but what's that quote so often your your biggest desires are on the other side of your facing your biggest fears. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one right there. Yeah. And so I feel like this is real intimacy with you is I love you and my heart is so open to you and I don't know what's going to happen next. Like, we have this wide-open mystery of uncertainty before us, and I want to... I think I said this before, like, I want to walk into that mystery with you. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope we walk through mysteries together forever. Yeah. That should be a plaque. Yeah. Uh, will you hold uh, my hand when we walk through this mystery of life together? Yeah. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yay. So, yeah, stagnation. Stagnation is a hell of a drug. Yeah, shoot. Let's smoke some of that stagnation. Yeah. They should make a weed called stagnation. <laughs> <laughs> what does it do to you? <laughs> Makes you face your fears, man. Yeah, oh, which is, the, okay, the last thing that I want to say mm -hmm. is it seems like every time it's time to change or make a change, or every time you want to get yourself out of stagnation, if you want to go from feeling dead in something and feeling alive in something, there's got to be a sacrifice. Yeah, and it must be blood. <laughs> <laughs> Ours well, was a little bit of blood this time. <laughs> <laughs> it was, oh my god. Um, but yeah, no, that's a, that's a great point. Um, because yeah, 
change requires a sacrifice one way or the other. Because change requires you to change your conversation with life. And so you have to give up an old conversation that's taking up a lot of your energy or preventing you from having new conversations. Yeah. And conversations are beliefs, thoughts, habits, um, addictions, like... All that good stuff. All, like actual conversations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my, what I'm giving up for this, um, in these winds of change, to keep these winds of change blowing is marijuana. And yeah. man, marijuana weed really got me through the heaviest times of my divorce. Yeah. Like it really did get me through, but it's kind of to the point where it's like, what got me here can't get me there. Truth, yeah. But, uh, it's like a, an old friendship. Every once in a while you gotta, gotta say sure. bon voyage. Yeah. Yeah. Because weed is not a bad thing. No. But. I, won't, I don't judge anybody for it, obviously. It would be no different than being like, well, I gotta quit drinking, or I gotta, I gotta work less. Yeah. Or, you know, I gotta, I don't know, turn off the fucking TV. Yeah. Dude, one right. thing well, I should really do is fucking put my phone away. <laughs> yeah. But get YouTube off of it or something. God damn. That's, that, like would be, that would be a really big sacrifice. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. So, like, that's kind of another thing with stagnation is, like, what conversations are no longer serving you that you're having that you're spending so much time? Which ones are you willing to give up to see what else comes yeah and is much of my seven parts are just like boom giving up stuff that we enjoy <laughs> why are you doing this <laughs> I know that I can say to those parts well parts you've had a pretty good run for a little while now and it's time to let some other parts kind of run the show here a little bit and they're yeah. like we got it. <laughs> but also, there's going to be ten times more joy and, like, excitement and aliveness yeah. on the other side of this. Yeah. There'll be other things there for, for you, seven parts. Yeah. And Just I might circle wait. back to weed. Like, I'm not saying I'm giving it up for the rest of my life, but for a good long while. Yeah, I mean... I'm going to... You can't say... You can't say goodbye to... Such a beautiful thing. No, I can't. You can't say, say goodbye to the medicine. <laughs> no, I can't. Um, but yeah. But it's time to yeah have some some new conversations for a little while. So with that, um, this has been a good one. This has been surprisingly good. It's not good. been a stagnant uh, podcast. It's been all over no. the place. Yeah. <laughs> sure has. <laughs> but yeah, uh, folks, like don't. Uh, don't fear if at the end of this one you take a look at yourself and you're like, oh, I'm so stagnant. Thank you, Alexa, for that beboop. God, fucking Alexa. <laughs> don't be afraid. Don't be sad. Or don't, don't dread it. You can be sad. Yeah, I mean, just feel how you feel. Like, connect with yeah. how you feel. Don't disconnect from how you feel because... There you go. That's what how I was you, Yeah, for. how you feel about it. <laughs> Is exactly the conversation you need to have on the other yeah. side of this. And we promise, if you keep that conversation alive in your heart, good things will come. Yes. And, you know what? I'm just going to shamelessly plug myself because I help people level up through their stagnation. Level, level, level up. Level up, level up. So, like, if you, if you, if this is, like, too overwhelming for you... I, okay, first, first of all, I... I cannot change my stagnation by myself. It's too much. It's way too hard. I get way too overwhelmed and I go back every single time. Yeah. So if you don't have support in your life or you want like one-on-one -on -one support to help you with this, to change your conversation, see it clear about what's even stagnant and what's going to make you feel alive, hit me up because that's what I do for a living. Boom. Boom. Jordan James. Stagnation. Unstagnator. <laughs> the unstagnator. The unstagnator extraordinaire coming to a movie theater near you. No, it won't be coming to a movie theater. Yeah. Anyways, 
I feel pretty good about this one, baby. Yeah. Let's r- r- wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up. Aw. Uh, I love you, baby. I love you, too. I hey. feel so alive and connected to you. Uh, I'm intimate with you. Yeah. And honored to be with you. Yeah. I'm really thankful for you being you all the time. Uh, That's what you do. It's your magic. Yeah. Uh, love you. Love you, too. We love all you I folks out you there, guys. too. Sorry we were away for a week, but... Now we're back. We're back. Back in action. Yeah, we got some fun stuff coming on. So, ciao. Ciao, everybody. See you later. Thanks for listening to the Hard as a Muscle podcast. If you'd like more information about what we talked about, or if you'd like to know more about the talented Jordan James, you can find her work at. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, my handle is at just Jordan James. And my name Jordan is spelled with an I N, so it's J O R D I N. So uh, Twitter and Instagram at just Jordan James. You can also find me on my website, which is jordanjames.com. I also write on Medium quite a bit, so my profile on Medium is at Jordan James. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. See you next time. <laughs>